Walker, leverage your time, balance your life. And I'm Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Hey. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I thought last time I was the guest, so this time it would be fun to interview you. I get to be the host and you get to be the guest. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you, what do you want to talk about? Well, you know, what's on my mind lately has been a purpose. What's a purpose in a person's life? What's your purpose? Uh, do you have a purpose statement? Um, do you know what you, um, yeah, what's your purpose statement? Um, well, I do have a purpose statement that I read every morning, and I think I have it pretty memorized. I still read it, even though mm-hmm. I have it memorized. So mine is to live, I live an abundant life with the Holy Spirit as my guide and companion. I love well. I listen attentively, I learn daily, I laugh often, and I list the blessings. Oh, list the blessings. I like that. Yeah. So Makes it an L word. <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, you know, my purpose, I mean, one of the adjectives I like is love, mm-hmm. laugh, and uh, learn. Love, laugh, learn. Great. And then list gratitude. So I'm going to add that yeah. to mine. Yeah. But those are adjective tests mm-hmm. uh, or adjectives. And uh, I like what you say about the Holy Spirit, too. What did you say? Repeat that again. I like that. Sure. So I live an abundant life. Abundant life. The Holy Spirit as my guide and Mm -hmm. companion. Mm -hmm. And then I list those five things. Five things, yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, mine is, I think you know this, but when I was a medical student, I saw in the Journal of the American Medical Association a little article about Sir William Osler, who was the physician's physicians and one of the founders of Johns Hopkins. And that's something interesting we can talk about one of these days, is Johns Hopkins and those four people that helped establish Johns Hopkins as the premier medical school in the United States, which all other medical schools were adopted on. Johns oh, that Hopkins. would be interesting. But anyway, I read this uh, by Harvey Cushion. He wrote about Osler. He said, Osler was a modest, kind gentleman, most informal in its daily contacts, beloved by all his patients who looked forward to his visits that offered encouragement, optimism, and hope to all that he encountered. And I thought, that is great. And I'm Cut that out and pasted it on my desk and read it day after day. Now, have I become Sir William Osler? No, of course not. <laughs> but my goal is to offer encouragement, optimism, and hope to everyone that I encounter. Mm-hmm. That's now, great. if people want to get a, how do you get a purpose statement? How do you do? You know how to figure out? That's that's a great question. So I'd love to ask you. First, before even doing that, begin with the end in mind. What does it do when you read something like that over and over for 20, 30, 40 years? What does that Well, it enables you to focus on what's important for you. Right. Like what's important for you. If you don't focus on that, if you don't have a purpose statement, then you're kind of going through a life without a roadmap. Right. Uh, And so... 
um, have a, and many people don't have a purpose statement. Most people say, what are you doing? Well, I don't know. But if you have a purpose, and the purpose statement could change. Sure. It could change. Uh, but at least we know where we're going. Mm-hmm. And, and I like yours. You know, I might get, adjust mine some bit, <laughs> add a little bit of that to, to mine, too. Well, I think what both of ours have in common is that they're values-driven rather than, like, a job-driven. Like, that doesn't box you in to have that as a lifelong statement, right? Right. Because I could be doing a hundred different kind of careers and still have my same purpose statement. Exactly. So a uh, purpose statement is a broadly defined way that we want to live our lives so our, our life will be meaningful. And one in my lectures, my keynote, one of the things I bring up to people, we all need to have a purpose statement. And one of the things I say is one of the ways to figure out what your purpose is, is use the tombstone test. What would you like written on your tombstone? Mm-hmm. Like that would have been written, what you had for your purpose statement would be nice on your tombstone. It would be very small letters, though. Mine's very wordy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or it could be like, uh, here lies Ned Blake, he Put on the gas. He stepped on the gas instead of the brake. <laughs> uh, here lies uh, less more. Four slugs from a forty-five. No less. No more. <laughs> oh, those are good. <laughs> here lies Fred. Rock fell on his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's dead. <laughs> and then there's some. There's some other uh, good ones. Uh, one mm-hmm. is while he was alive. He lived, mm-hmm. or while he lived, he was alive. Mm-hmm. That's even better. Right. Be, while he lived, he was alive. Mm-hmm. Or hope is a good thing. It may be the only thing, and hope never dies. Mm-hmm. That would be a good tombstone. Yep. Another one would be, let me think, what would be, another one would be, um, don't cry because I've died laugh because I lived. Mm-hmm. And um, what we, here's another one. What we do in life means a lot in eternity. I didn't say that exactly mm-hmm. right, but what we do in life is eternal. It's an eternal mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. So if you have an adjective test or you th- uh, a tombstone test, you can uh, a kind of figure out what you yeah. want to be. So what's the adjective test? Well, the adjective test is the same thing. Like, mine is what three things would okay. you like to be? How would you be described? Mine would be laugh, learn, love. Okay. Used but those be are laugh, verbs. Love, learn. Yeah. So those are verbs, yeah. right? Laugh, learn, love. Yeah. But oh, yeah, those are verbs. would be like optimism, hope, um, yeah. Okay. and yeah. the third one? Encouragement. Uh, encouragement. Yeah. Okay. So you're getting to be an English teacher. I am. So uh, <laughs> so I guess mine is a verb test. Well, yours, yours were more adjectives and mine were more verbs. So is yeah. there, a, is there well, anything no, no, wrong it, with Yeah, but if you have love, laugh, and live, that's mm-hmm. an adjective, right? No. No, it's a those verb. Those are verbs. That's verbs. Yeah, are love, yeah, yeah, active verbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, <laughs> well, love could be both. It can be an adjective or a verb, depending on how you use it. But I use it in mine as to love. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, if you think of like three adjectives or verbs that 
you want to guide your life, that would be another way. To kind um, of develop your purpose. Yeah, like, okay. And that's good. I want to tell you something that's kind of funny. Uh-huh. You know, I have this book, Leverage Your Time, ba- Leverage your time Balance Your Life. On and Amazon. It, and it's on <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Also, on Amazon, it's a newer version of that, and that's called mm-hmm. The Time of Your Life 24 Times 7. That's on Amazon. Oh, good. The time, Or just same, The Time of Your Life. Same book, content? Same type book, except... Um, don't you remember updated. you you kind of updated a little mm-hmm. bit for me? Yep. Remember that? And you can get that on Amazon. But I didn't mean to plug the book. What I was thinking about was this lady, you know, I used to sell these at seminars, right? Mm-hmm. And so I sold it at seminar, and this lady evidently, she sold it back to a used bookstore. Oh, and, and she filled then, it in? And she filled <laughs> oh, it no. in. And then when I purchased some Leverage Your Time books for myself, mm-hmm. this one came with it. Oh, and she and has it was, all oh, of these. But she used it. She, That's she awesome. used it. She's probably the only person that ever used my filled it descriptions. In. But um, what three activities are most important to you? Mm-hmm. She said playing the piano, singing, and teaching. Mm. Interesting, yeah. You already get a picture of who she was. Yeah. So what three activities are most important to you? Oh, that is a hard one. Um, I would say activities, physical exercise is very important to me. Um, Let's see, reading is very important to me. And another activity would probably be... Uh, what comes to mind is like playing games. Playing games, sure. Yeah, yeah. Playing, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. exercising, reading. And reading, yep. Uh, that would kind Those of would be, be the same as mine, okay. really. Uh, then she said, what activities give you the most enjoyment? enjoyment? Guess what she put down? Going jogging. Wow. Gave She's her probably the, most the only enjoyment. person who has enjoyed <laughs> jogging. <laughs> uh, then she wrote, raising my children. Aww. And helping my husband. Wow, she sounds that's like pretty, a really pretty, great person. Yeah, and she uh, underlined all this stuff. I mean, she really read this book for the only person that ever read my book. Probably. And then she sold it <laughs> <laughs> oh, with well, writing look, in it. Look, she wrote it, and oh she wrote goodness. all in it. She wrote it, underlined it, started it, everything. Oh no! And then she sold it. So I don't. Maybe she got all uh, everything out just, of it. Uh, I don't know. So yep. here's some other good thing. Mm-hmm. What three things you want written on your tombstone? She wrote, here lies a grateful woman. Here lies an honest woman. Here lies a charitable woman. Okay, so those are her three adjectives. Grateful, yeah. honest, charitable. You know, this, uh, isn't this good? I mean, That's this is good. some, I wish I knew who this was. I mean, I she know. didn't put her name on it. Oh, But wow. look, she checked all this stuff in the book. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty neat. Right. And then, what three things do you want to do for others? What three things do you want to do for others? Mm-hmm. She wrote, make them feel happy. Uh, sometimes I'm annoying, she wrote. Hmm. Um, I don't know why she wrote that down there. No. Make them feel better about themselves. So about the same things that I had, you know. Right. I want to be known, too, to make people laugh. I want to be known as a, a laughter person. Yeah, that's a really good uh, I hope I make people laugh. Uh, you I do. Would, you make me laugh, and you have a contagious <laughs> laugh. He has the best laugh. He really does. Uh, um, 
what three things would you change about your life? Mm-hmm. And she wrote, my quick temper, my attitude toward circumstances, mm. my household chores. Oh, wow. Okay. And maybe she was reading this, sometimes I'm annoying, she maybe skipped but, ahead and put right. it in the wrong place. Yeah. Right. Um, what crazy. three things would you change about your life? Well, there are a lot of things I would change about my life. I have a lot of regrets that I don't particularly want to share, but what would you change about mm. your life? Well, there's one one thing about regrets about the past. You can't change them. You can only learn from them. So yeah. you just got to let that stuff you gotta go. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. yeah. So that's I mean, something that you could change about your life is learning how to let some of those things go yeah. and stay in the past. Yeah, instead of staying in the past. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I need to work on. Yeah, for me, let's see, what would I change about my life? And that's such a good reminder, too, that there are some things that you can change or you have influence on and some things that are just part of your life that you can't change Mm-hmm. or don't have any influence on. Right. And I was journaling about that the other day because I was there were some things that I was worried about that I don't have any control over. And, you know, like worldwide things going right. on, you know, climate change and global warming and, warming and politics and mm-hmm. all this stuff, that I'm like, okay, well, that's something I don't have influence on in my life or... I mean, I'm just one person. I really can't make an impact in that unless I run for office, and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so those that's a good reminder that there are some things that we can change and have influence over, mm-hmm. and to know the difference. There's that trite saying. You know, right. Well, you know. Knowing what, what you can change and yeah. can't change. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Reinhold Niebuhr said, mm-hmm. Lord, grant me the... Ability to accept what I cannot change, change what I can change, and the, the wisdom, wisdom to, to know, know the, the difference. difference. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of people who that's kind of Reinhold Niebuhr, and it was adopted by AA as kind of their yep. motto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's true. And uh, there are some people that marry somebody. I want to marry uh, Betty, and I'll change her. Right. You know? Right. Uh, and. People are always trying to change somebody else, and they can't change other people. Uh, a patient might come in to me and complain about husband, job, whatever, and there's some things they can't change, and they need to realize what they can't change and change what they can change, which is generally their attitude. Their own attitude, right, exactly. For example, I have a lot of regrets, regrets like you said, well, I can't change the past mistakes that I made. Several of them I remade, even didn't learn from them. But um, I can't change that. But I can change the way I think about those sure. things. And if I change the way I think about them, I can forget about them and move on. Right. So learning uh, what you can't change and what you can change is very important. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say about that? I think, no, you're right. That's exactly what I was thinking. And I was trying to also think about things that I can change, what I would change about Mm -hmm. the things I can change. I would like to have more self-control when it comes to things like, you know, late night snacking, things like that. Um, Some time wasters, you know, sometimes I get on the internet too long and I look over and, you know, just got caught in a rabbit Mm -hmm. hole. 
Um, those are t things that I can change, right? right? I have the ability to change those types of things. So, but yeah, you know, you have to have a desire to change. It. Yes. And uh, uh, one of our pastors is writing a book, and he was uh, stating the difference between desire and a hunger. Mm. A desire is something you kind of wish for. A hunger is really what you really want to go after. You hunger for that. Uh, so <laughs> you brought in snacks. Uh, you don't hunger for the snacks. You hunger to yeah. not, not <laughs> to get the not, snacks. That's but right. You, but you can't to give, have that self-control. You can't change a habit unless you really want that. Um, I know. And it's easy Oof. to say, Yeah. Uh, you know, I say the same thing. I want to cut out snacks, okay? But I keep saying that. It's sort of a wish. It's sort of a desire. It's not really a passion yeah. to do that. So uh, we got to have passion if we're going to be changing our habits. Mm -hmm. But you got Good. anything else to say about that? Well, no, I, that's a whole subject. I think we should talk about habit, habits one time yeah. because we've both read books on habits and it's fascinating research. Well, habit, people uh, they people say, that, yeah, they say it takes 21 days to change a habit or 21 mm -hmm. days to develop a new habit. Mm -hmm. and, and then more recently, I've heard longer than that, 66 oh, really? days. 66 yeah. days? Yeah. Well, one thing I used to do is I used to make a list and a checklist of things that I wanted to do every day. And I would check them off, like reading, writing, yep. exercising. So I would check those off, sort of like Benjamin Franklin. Remember, Benjamin Franklin had 13 virtues that he tried to accomplish every day, and he would check those off. And one of them, I remember that he said, avoid trifling conversations. And I always think of that when I'm at a party or something, and people are just trifling conversations. I try to get away from that and talk about events or talk about ideas and concepts rather than the weather, the weather <laughs> or whatever. People are talking about rearranging furniture or whatever. I want to talk about something of substance. Mm -hmm. And one was, of course, temperance. He didn't, we wanted to have some balance. Like Aristotle said, the golden mean, not too much, not too little. Mm -hmm have balance in your life. Yeah, everything in moderation is one of my go-to phrases. <laughs> yeah. yeah everything I don't want to cut out snacks completely because then life's no fun. you got to have some M&Ms every once in a while. <laughs> right. you got to have yeah. fun. And uh, if uh, life moves fast and if you don't slow down, you're going to miss it. So that was said by the very wise Ferris Bueller. How did you know that? How did you know that? That's exactly. I love that movie. Of course, of course. Well, Life that's right. It's pretty fast. Yeah. If you don't slow down every once in a while. You might just. I can't Great. believe you knew that oh. was from Ferris Bueller. That's I mean, that was a movie of my generation. Of yeah, course. that was a I've great. Seen that probably a hundred times. Yeah, that is a that is a fantastic movie. Yep. And. Uh, the other thing that I said is hope is a good thing. It may be the only thing, and hope never dies. What movie does that come from? It sounds like Shawshank Redemption. It is. Ah, <laughs> you can't hey, fool me. Talking about knowing our movies. I do. Uh, uh, it, it's pretty doggone good. So, and then uh, in this book, I also had have your financial dreams. Write down your financial dreams. Mm -hmm. Huh. Here's her dream list. 
she wanted to become a movie star. Wow. And singer and run, uh, rock and... Rapper. Rapper. Mm-hmm. A music therapist, an actress, a teacher, a medical coder, mm. assembly line worker, food service worker, certified nurse aide, housekeeper. So uh, were those financial or is that um, well, things said, that would be careers? Explain your financial, financial dreams. dreams. How much money would you like to give to your church, your charities, blah, blah, blah? What's your net worth? Okay, so she decided to take dreams. that list and yeah. do... Make your dream list here. Occupations, yeah. yeah. Make your dream list here. So um, that's what she wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, dream list would be more general. It wouldn't be that specific. Uh, I don't know. What, what What would your dream list be? Oh, well, I've got... I actually do have two big long-term dreams, Mm -hmm. and I have those written down and read those every day, too. And one is to be a location scout slash uh, field producer for a leg of The Amazing Race, which is my favorite TV show, where people are in teams of two and they go around the world and compete on challenges. So I would love to do that. That's well, my dream that job. Would be, uh, that would be a monstrous job. It man. would. Wouldn't I that would be like great? to try it once. I think that would be How my do you dream get job. to that? How are you going to get that? I don't know. So I don't know. I, someday, I keep putting it out there, and someday I will meet someone that has a connection. So I'm in that world, right, with production. Right, right. And... I've just got to believe that there will be some day that someone has a connection to one of the top producers of that show, and I'll be able to. Well, you, it will happen yeah. because six degrees of separation. Exactly. Have, have we talked about that? You know, you're only six. You know, someone that knows away. somebody. Somebody that knows, knows somebody. somebody. Yeah. And you're only six mm-hmm. degrees, six people away from knowing everybody in the world. Yeah. It expands exponentially. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think just speaking that out loud, right? Who knows? Maybe somebody will listen to this podcast and say, "Oh, I know somebody at the Amazing Race." And, and you'd be really me. good at that because you <laughs> I really, be good at that. you yeah. would be great at that. You love that, and you have mm-hmm. a lot of energy, and you have a lot of knowledge. Uh, so you would be a terrific person for that. So maybe somebody out there, Wendy Whitus. Yeah, I already uh, have the skill set. I just it, need the connection. That's need all. the connection. Yeah. So. So the amazing race, mm-hmm. if you're listening out there, uh, you get in touch with Wendy Whitus. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you never can tell. I yeah, would hey. settle for Caribbean life or Mexico life, too. That's my second show that I would, I would do. But um, the amazing race would be, that would be epic. Okay. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> and what's the second thing? Is this a- okay, so the second thing has to do with my personal retreat day business, and that is just to expand. I, again, it's a little more vague. I don't have a specific scenario in mind, but to grow and expand that into a business that makes money for myself and helps a lot of people because the concepts that I teach in that are so helpful to so many people. So I want to turn that into something that's not just a side passion, but something that's more of a, uh, a long-term career path. You know, that personal retreat day is so essential for people to know how to rest because if they rest, then life, they'll slow down 
and they'll be able to enjoy life yes, more. Yes, that's right. Uh, so it's a Ferris Bueller type deal. Rest Maybe. and recharge. It is. I could put that on. Yeah, let me put that on the book cover. Yeah, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> life moves pretty short. Yeah. <laughs> Are or you, my, life moves pretty fast. Yeah. That's right. So maybe you can put that on the back of your book. Maybe so. There's sort of other things <laughs> you can put on your back of your book. Quote. I love so, it. Yeah. So I think we've kind of wrapped this up. Really, you have any concluding yes, remarks? Yes, let's wrap this up by saying some of the tips to, if you uh, like, like we looked at this example person who filled in the book, right. Leverage Your Time, Balance Your Life, there are steps to creating a mission statement or a, actually a purpose statement. Mm-hmm. Right. And you walked them through it and this person actually did it. It's really great. So I'll recap the activities and people can do this at home. You just have to get a pen and a piece of paper, write down three activities that are important to you, mm-hmm. three activities that give you enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Three things you want written on your tombstone. Three things that you would like to do for others. Three things that you would change about your life. Three qualities would you like to see associated with your reputation. Well, those are good, aren't they? I think we skipped over that one. And then make a dream list of, Mm. you know, including your financial goals or career goals. And then... To wrap up, we didn't get to this step. Now, study everything you've written so far. Sum up in one or two sentences a concise description of who you want to be. Write your vision statement in the first person present tense, starting with, I am a person who... Mm -hmm. dot, dot, dot. What did she write? She wrote, I am a fun-loving person who... Oh, my goodness. Who likes to make people feel good... By doing edification. Mm-hmm. Well, good. That's yeah, it's pretty good. That's good. So yeah. I'm so proud of her for doing all that, underlining mm-hmm. stuff, reading the book, and that was a good summation. It uh, was. Uh, really good. Thank you, Wendy, really for good. doing that summation. So, well, thank you for being the author and the <laughs> designer of this book and podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, everybody.